0: Hey, welcome everyone to the second installment of the Power Play podcast. I'm Michael Adu. I'm the Dan Dallin.
1: I'm, I'm Cameron Dalen. Awesome. I'm and we
0: we want to welcome the legendary, yeah, the legendary Paul Tremper, uh, the founder of, uh, of Power Play Sports. He's going to jump on uh, in a little while and talk to us about all the happenings over at PowerPlay Sports. There's a lot going on there. So welcome everyone. Uh thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed
2: the first installment of the PowerPlay podcast with uh with Dan and I. <laughs> hey, I sure enjoyed making it. I made some minor improvements. I added my green screen. Look at that. I don't float away into the background.
0: How do you add a green screen? That's oh, pretty
2: cool. I bought one. Well really? I mean I had one, sure. So I uh, guess
0: that's why my headphones are kind of tweaky and you it can is. kind of see that see, right? look, yeah.
2: here's my green screen
0: yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah wow high tech so uh we're we're God happy we to take a, a break and uh, and get everybody involved in in the power play podcast want to welcome everyone uh i'm going to start with i'm going to start with dan uh tell us a little bit uh about what's been going on in your week uh of hockey dan what's going on in your
2: world yeah, well, some great things in my world is that we've won a couple of games, two shutouts in a row. Look at that, Islanders, baby.
3: Elias Sorokin.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Woo! Getting back to playoff form from last year, seamless, baby, seamless. Nothing but work in the offseason. Also had some season opening games. I flew. I went. Was down in Skinny Atlas to record my daughter's first ever. All girls game it was a big moment in her hockey career. Both Karen and I wanted to be there for that and we're really glad that we were. Uh, she played she played spectacularly. I mean this is her first season also where she's playing. She is just a player, no goalie. So she's a defenseman um, and she's rocking it. It seems to kind of run in the younger half of the family here, our defensive players. She's just got to learn how to skate up and shoot. You can help her with the skating up, Cameron. You have yeah. to find somebody on the he shooting a, aspect.
0: Like he, yeah. He can do that for sure. He likes to skate the puck up. We all know
2: that about Cam. He loves <laughs> to do that. Now, what team is she playing for now again? Yeah, she's playing for Oswego Buccaneers. So if you heard my play by play, you'll know that that means each girl costs us $2. Cause it's a, buccaneer um so (laughs) oh
0: god uh, (laughs) i uh, I
2: was all over that all over that as soon as that game was over uh estelle actually got undressed quicker than i was able to break down all of my equipment she beat me to the car and we raced to watertown in time to see a half a game really and uh i was able to catch that on my youtube channel off of my iPhone, I was able to. St- I'm able to stream straight to YouTube off of my iPhone. Um, I think it's because they changed their rules, or it could be because I'm really cool. Either way, and uh, I did my best with that iPhone on a tripod is way different than uh, my um, my webcam, and I didn't have any audio input. I was just talking behind it, so right. and I was standing over Joe Myros too, so there was that challenge as well. Oh, Joe yeah, and I a challenge. Joe likes to talk directly to me, and I love it. I I still, I love it interacting with him. I'm never gonna say no, stop, be quiet, or whatever. But um, wasn't
0: Joe running the clock in that game? I'm thinking that's why like 15 seconds got peeled off when when, uh, there was actually a stoppage in play. We need to get him to
2: focus. Well, no, so so for that, he actually he did. I saw him. He pressed the stopper button, but he wasn't watching the clock to make sure that it stopped at that point. There was a lot of things going on at that moment. Uh, for him. Listen, that's a lot of pressure. That's a high-pressure
0: volunteer position. The car. It really is. Yeah, not a lot of money in that. So so that's awesome. That's good news. Uh, and I, you, you got up there to see Cam. And, you know, what's nice about today's show is, uh, you know, during the first filming, test run, kind of piloting the whole thing out, uh, we didn't have Cameron and Trey with us, but we do now. And I want to start with you, Cam. Uh, what I'd like you to do is just really tell us a little bit uh, about – your hockey life, man. Where did you start playing hockey? Why did you start playing hockey? What teams have you played for? That kind of stuff. Why don't you just fill us in on that?
1: Okay. So I started hockey in Pulaski for Salmon River. I was like, I think four. Yeah, I think I was four. Uh, I started playing because uh, my younger sister, Always chased us around with a knee hockey stick, yelling like hockey all the time. And so we ended up starting to play. It was my older brother, my older sister and I, uh, my younger sister, she was too young to start playing. Then uh, my older sister, she dropped hockey after like the first like couple years. Then my younger sister started to play. And so... It was my older brother, me, and my younger sister. We've still playing hockey now. Mm-hmm. Um so my brother still playing in St. River. This is his last year, senior year. I'm now playing in Watertown. And my younger sister is now playing in Oswego.
0: So your parents don't know how to root for. They're rooting for like every team. <laughs> yeah. You know.
2: On Sunday, right, I was cheering for Oswego against Skinny Atlas. And then I raced up to Watertown and was cheering for Watertown against Oswego. And mm-hmm. some of those kids, like uh, Nauman, was on yep. Oswego playing forward. Well, his younger sister, Mia Nauman, plays forward for my daughter's team. So I was like, hey, same number. I know why. I know why you're 30. Right. Right. <laughs> and um,
0: where else? You, uh I like that Unity jersey. Uh how'd that go for you this summer? Do you have a good time with well, that?
1: Yes. I love playing with everybody. I love that team. That was yeah. I think that was a really good team that you really this summer. So, Cameron, I'm curious to know. So, what is it about that team that you uh, enjoyed? Um we all got along. We all after like the first like couple of games, the first couple of games were rough because we didn't know any of us played. Um, then after the first couple of games. We understood how we each other played, and we were always there right where we like someone like passes back the person one was right there. They were right in the slot when it was passed there and the entire team just had really good chemistry yeah mm-hmm. yeah, I think they
0: did too I think it was uh, we came together pretty quick as a, as a little club and uh, we didn't get a lot of practice mm-hmm. you know and I think that's where you were uh Yeah, i think you knew trailer do because you guys had probably faced off a few times back in the day in the old salmon river versus watertown and that's where you got to meet uh the trey man so we got Mm -hmm. trey on also we weren't able to have trey on last week trey why don't you uh why don't you kind of cover the same ground as cameron covered bring us from uh bring us from uh day one of hockey when you first started and like who else plays that you know in your family and, and just, just kind of give us the, 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 the history of your game.
3: So I started with uh, Learn to Skate. Me and my brother were doing Learn to Skate while my sister was already uh, playing. I'm not sure at what level yet. But uh, during Learn to Skate, my brother did not like hockey, so he dropped it. Yeah. And then so I went to play Watertown for Mites. So I played Mites squirts peewees bantams I played all of them and then in squirts or peewees my sister decided that she didn't want to play hockey anymore because of uh, basketball and the overlap so then I played unity obviously last year with cam and now I'm playing water with cam uh, this year right awesome
4: yeah Mike, don't you oops, don't you ahead. have
3: a mom that played oh mom. yeah. My, My mom uh, played Division I women's hockey for St. Lawrence.
0: That's where you get it all. That's where he gets all the skill, Dan.
2: It doesn't come from me. I bet. I bet. You ever take mom one-on-one
3: there, Trey? No, she never. She's too scared. (laughs) She's too
2: scared, yeah. She's too scared about watching her son crap himself on the ice. <laughs> that's it. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a that's pretty that's pretty cool, Trey. Yeah, that's a good history. And you're a big uh, big NHL fan, right? Oh who's your, yeah. Who's your team, bro? Who's your team? I know I know your team, but why don't you fill everybody? You got some random team that you like. I know you should be a Boston Bruins fan by default. However, fill them in.
3: Uh, I, I like the Vancouver Canucks. They're my favorite team. I like Nils Hoaglander, Elias Patterson, Brock Besser. I like all of them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You like watching those guys.
3: Hey, awesome, Trey. Uh,
0: And, you know, uh, Paul, we're going to hit power play sports in a little while. But can you talk to us a little bit about your family in hockey? I know you're very involved. You've been very involved, uh, you know, as a parent uh, of a hockey player uh, in a hockey family. You've been involved in, in many associations, Watertown Association, you, your your family's a big supporter of the Unity Summer Program and, and also the St. Lawrence, uh, the St. Lawrence Steel. So can you just tell us a little bit about what's going on in, in the Trimper family world when it comes to hockey?
3: Sure.
4: So uh, actually my son Aiden got into hockey when he was five thanks to the figure skating club. My, my uh, daughter was figure skating and he was we were just standing there watching. I said, how much to throw him on the ice just to give him something to do? And then he was zipping around and everyone's like, well, hockey team's he on? And I was like, well, I guess I better call a hockey coach. I had never played <laughs> in my whole life. I, I had never picked up a stick, 33 years old. So I called Anthony Netto there and he was the head coach of the Mites. He's like, bring him down at Watertown. You were a coach with him. And uh, I was standing on the side watching those practices. And I'm like, wow, this looks fun. So I bought a stick and uh, skates and you and Anthony and many others welcomed me into the hockey community. And uh, seven years later, uh, I own a hockey training facility. So it's a great sport, (laughs) Um, you know, uh, but really it was all due to the great community of hockey. And I, I, I owe a lot to it. A lot of my life revolves around it right now. A lot of my friendship circles and stuff like that. So Aiden's been playing, he played Watertown a few years and uh, you were one of his coaches. I remember winning the Pepsi with you on the bench there and Anthony did a lot for him, many other coaches. Uh, we, we gave a shot with the St. Lawrence Steel a few years back and coach Bill Palmer's really, really done a lot for his hockey game. And we've been all over the Northeast and beyond uh, playing with the, the St. Lawrence Steel. He's still with them. Uh, did some unity training this past summer. We played Adirondack 46ers. We played uh, basically anytime we can find ice. Right. Power play sports, prowlers, uh, anything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just love playing and I'm not very good, but I'm trying to get better. So uh, yeah. that's my hockey
0: life. I think Trey's playing. Trey, you paying homage to, to uh, yeah. Mr. Paul Tremper. Show him what you're paying homage with. He's got yeah. all kinds of, he's sporting your team, coach.
4: Yeah. i love trey and his jerseys and hats he's always sporting like one of the coolest jerseys or hats so anytime i see him he's got something new on he must have a good wall full of my home or something
0: yeah, yeah. he collects them all and he's like i'm going buffalo sabers aren't they playing right now Trey? Sabres? yeah they
3: they're they're tied uh one-to-one uh victor Olsson opened the scoring and then alex Cloran tied it up late in the first period that's oh, the game
2: so far. Wow, one to one. It's kind of tough. Sad to see Buffalo losing so early. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, and yeah, a little bit about me for
0: everybody. I know a lot of you folks already know me. You've heard uh, my intro, but uh, busy week for us in the hockey scene, for sure. Uh, this week, uh, we had uh, a couple of practices for our, for our 14U Bantam uh, boys teams, our, our red and white team. Um, we had a hockey board meeting. So it was up over at the hockey board meeting for a little while. Those are always exciting and entertaining. Watertown Hockey Association, lots of good stuff going on. And you, if you think of all the volunteer time that people put in, it's, it's simply amazing. It really is. So when people are meeting and, and really trying to help pave the future and, and working on so many different tournaments that are going on and relationships and things like that. So that was just it was great to be part of um and then i uh, had a couple games this weekend uh and we'll talk about those in a little while but it was a busy week of hockey and i think it's only going to get busier because uh, scheduling's coming out and things like that um so shifting gears um wanted to talk a little bit about um some of the different teams that are playing and i had some notes and some different things that are going on so um if you just bear with me i want to pull up a couple things um on uh some of the teams that we have uh out there playing because i've been i've got uh i don't know I, I have coaches from all over the north country now starting to send me stuff so that's that's really a good feeling is when you get um these different coaches giving you information on what's going on scores of their games for the weekend and stuff like that so let me hit on a couple well i'll hit on a couple hey, of pros hey mike let me sports. ask yeah. you
2: how are they getting in touch with you what, what is the best way for people to reach you to oh, give you that you know, information softball he
0: threw it right up there for me right well we have um well we have a power we have a power play podcast facebook page right so that's that we're starting there um there's a lot of stuff going on hopefully we'll have a link real soon to things on the power play sports site because they have a youtube channel so we're going to try to get this stuff on the youtube channel they can also email us right because we have we've got some emails on some different things like our mullet of the week that you're going to see later we've got emails at uh powerplaypodcastnny, nny I, I always forget that power podcast nny at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us that way uh, and then we're going to get this thing up and rocking and rolling and launched um, on our social media site and hopefully the dan Dowell will have this thing on the apple podcast uh, sooner than later uh, he's a busy man i know so we're going to we're, we're going to continue to push him in that direction right then absolutely
1: Oh, hey, Trey. Hey, Trey. That was a cute little water bottle you had. Want to see mine? Ah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys comparing water
2: bottle (laughs) (laughs) sizes? Hey, so okay. Trey,
0: now the my, mine
2: is- goes with me everywhere though, and uh, for whatever reason, Mike, everybody in my family prefers to drink out of my water bottle. I don't know what it is. It must be the What's water that?
1: bottle. That's all Sorry, I. Get. I finished mine. All seltzer. The time.
0: Oh, you're, a, you're you love your seltzer, don't you, Paul? You always have seltzer somewhere. Now I'm drinking coffee because I have to get right? amped up
1: for this. Um.
2: Get all those water. <sighs>
1: Four different um, water, I bottles. No, I, like, water bottles. No, my water bottle all gone. But...
2: Yeah, Paul, there's only one <coughs> beverage I like carbonation in.
0: <laughs> this is it's a good. PG-13 program. Now, Trey, um, I, the word is uh, Trey's trivia is up on deck here. So hey. um, every week we're going to have a special feature, uh, and Trey's going to pose three trivia questions. And I kind of stole this. From the Dan Dallin, who always has awesome, interesting trivia questions, I think, between the first and second period of his broadcast. Yeah,
2: questions in one between the, the first you know, one and of, second, yeah. answers in the second and third. Yeah. yeah, that was like
0: one of the things I learned is why is the center ice line broken mm-hmm. on a on a hockey ice rink? It is not solid like the blue line. And, it you know, I, I hate to blow it, but Dan's asked this question before. So it was back when they were using black and white TVs. The only way you could tell the difference is if they broke the line and didn't make it solid because you couldn't tell the difference in the color. And I think that's really interesting factoid and trivia factoid. So Trey, do you have uh, some trivia questions for us?
3: I do. I have three trivia questions. So I'm going to ask them and then I think we'll wait a second. So the viewers can uh, think of an answer and then you guys can try and answer. So my first question is, I wanted to see if you guys could name three Hobie Baker award winners from the last 12 years. So since 2012, named three Hobie Baker award winners. Do you want to the explain? Best, yeah, the best player from the NCAA college hockey. It's the MVP of the NCAA. Hmm.
0: So... We should maybe have some Alex Trebek music in here right now from Jeopardy. So once we get a little bit more technically savvy, this would be a good Trey, I'd like to give a stab at this trivia question. If uh, I'm going to go with.
3: I got all my answers right here. So.
0: All right. I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with Kale McCarr, who is currently a defenseman on the Colorado Avalanche and played with University of Massachusetts as one of them. Correct.
3: Correct. Cal McCarr won the Hobie Baker in 2019.
0: Okay. And then I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Connor Hellebuck, the goaltender from the Winnipeg Jets. No. Mm, Geez wow that's really how about jack eichel (laughs) correct number 15 who really doesn't play for the buffalo sabers and i don't think i know where he plays right now is that one of them
4: i think he's playing with his doctors and
0: lawyer
2: he's he's playing with lawyers for sure trying to get out of that sabers contract i mean let him go cut the cord holy cow we'll take him in long island <laughs> I'm sure you will. And there let me go.
0: think. What, now, would what, uh, would what, um, what about Jack? Uh, what, would one of the Hughes boys be in that category? I know, like Quinn Hughes or Jack Hughes.
3: So uh Jack Hughes, yeah, did not play uh, college hockey.
0: Oh, that's he right. Played
3: USA U18 team. And right. Quinn Hughes played for Michigan, and he's not on here no
0: He's not on there. All right, give me a couple more seconds here because this is a, this is tough trivia. I don't even know if we're going to get through all three of these. Whoa, I just heard the. I heard, let me think here. Um, is there any goalies on that list?
3: The, the first couple names, I have no idea who
0: are. So, are there any goalies on the list? Can I get a hint? Can I get it? Can I phone a friend?
3: Uh, I'll give you a team.
0: All right, so why don't you give us the names because uh, I think we flunked. All right. No, so, just give us the names and we'll move on to the next question.
3: So there's um Johnny Gaudreau. Oh yeah. Jimmy VC.
0: Yeah. Jimmy VC.
3: Uh, and another big one was Cole Caulfield. Just one. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. The one that plays for Montreal right now. He's mm-hmm. really good. He yeah, did he win it last year? Yep. Yeah. And then he went on and scored a bunch of goals and the Canadians went to the Stanley Cup. All right. What do you got for your next trivia question?
3: Which NHL player was the most recent player to hit one thousand points? Hmm. And if you guys can't get it, then I have multiple choice.
4: Patrick Kane.
3: Incorrect. That's a good
4: guess. Really, Patrick? I Kane saw this here. on the news the other day. It was it Chicago.
3: Nope. Hmm. Thousand points.
2: I fail. I'm doing my best not to look it up on my phone. <laughs> Let's <laughs> yeah, see. Well, that's what choice. all our What's viewers will probably choice? be doing. Yeah. What's the multiple choice? Yeah, go with the multiple choice.
3: Ah, uh, so Eric Stahl, Patrice Bergeron, Anze Kopitar, or Patrick Kane, which already was ruled out.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think it's Patrice Bergeron because I don't think he has a thousand points yet. I'm going to go with Anze Kopitar of the LA Kings.
3: That would be correct.
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of cheated (laughs) a little bit. I had to to get about 10 hints. (laughs) All right. And your final trivia question for the week in Trey's trivia.
3: Which three American-born NHL coaches have the most wins?
2: Uh, I'm going to hope that Scotty Bowman was born in this country. Was not. Peter Laviolette is number one.
3: That is correct.
0: And then number two is,
2: uh, let me guess here. I mean, I know Barack Obama was, we proved that, right? So was it him? (laughs) No, he He wasn't born (laughs) in the United States. I got a winning coach and I got a guy born in the United States. Can we combine them? (laughs) We can combine them.
0: Oh, I, I, geez, Trey, um, what's the guy, um, uh, John ja- Tortorella, Tortorella. Correct. That's number two. And, um, the other guy is, uh, the guy Al from- Arbor.
2: Oh, no, he's, 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 Barry Trotz. I, I didn't... Incorrect. I, I, right. I know Al Arbor won four Stanley Cups. Who, who is that with, Trey? I think it was with, the uh, Rangers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, you've reversed the trivia questions here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, give us the last one so we the, can- The final uh,
3: one is uh, Mike Sullivan of the Pittsburgh Penguins.
0: Oh, the oh, Pittsburgh no Penguins. Wow, that's pretty amazing.
3: But that's he's, he's far Pacific behind uh, John Tortorella and Peter Laviolette by over 400 right. wins, so.
0: Hey, so let's get into this. Uh, anybody want to report on- I got some reports on some NHL teams in our Pro and College Weekly, if anybody wants to hear some of that. Um, I was uh, checking on some things today.
2: Uh, and uh, the islanders three, two, and one. Finally, thank today. goodness to Sorokin, right? Two shutouts in a row, one of those shutouts with 46 saves. Man, that's uh, that's <laughs> yeah, it could need some, could really go for some more defense, but yeah, Absolutely. that
0: was <laughs> well. He gets Daniel char now, he's only about 56 years old, so you're doing all right there. No the Boston Bruin, yeah, retread. Um, and uh. Paul Trimper's Buffalo Sabres went, uh, one, one, and one. Uh, they have a pretty good record right now. Uh, they had a win against the Vancouver Canucks, Trey, uh, five to two, but then again, the Boston Bruins beat Buffalo four to one. Uh, and then they, uh, they lost, I guess, an OT thriller to the New Jersey doubles. So, uh, Buffalo doing all right. And I, you know, I love getting up there. I was talking to Paul about that today. It's such a great place to go watch a hockey game and mm-hmm. it's so uh, family friendly. Um, Wish they'd fill the seats a little bit more, but I think as the Sabres get better and they build some, you know, team camaraderie, and I think they're going to build a stronger team probably without Jack Eichel around than they would have with Jack Eichel around, quite honestly. It seems like they're sticking together and they're pretty tight right now, so that's a good thing. Um,
3: Very uh, family-friendly, unlike the Montreal Canadiens after Ysperi Kakanyami returned to Montreal.
0: Oh, yeah. That was pretty scary. (laughs) That was pretty interesting this week. He (laughs) he was getting booed in Montreal after he left and went down to Carolina, Uh, the Bruins, uh, big win over the Sabres and San Jose. Uh, so that's really good. I'm pretty happy about that. Three and one right now. Vancouver is uh, three, two and one uh, with a couple of big wins this weekend. And locally, your professional team locally, the Watertown Wolves out of the Watertown Municipal Arena, they have some games coming up. Uh, they're, getting, they're kicking off their season. So they have games this weekend uh, against the uh, newly formed Binghamton Black Bears. Uh, and I'm really hoping that with uh, Paul Tremper's connections, we can maybe get an interview of their coach, uh, coach Clark uh, at some time here in the n- near future on the podcast, because it'd be a really good guy to interview. Uh, but if you have the chance to catch the wolves this weekend, uh, they are in Watertown on both Friday and Saturday night, uh, seven 30 kickoff time. Uh, so that's a good uh, family friendly environment. And it's, it's always fun to get down there and watch, uh, watch some hockey. So um, if you have time and you're not playing, get out there and support the, the Wolves locally. That's, that's a good thing. Uh, local college news. Uh, I did a lot of research into our local college teams because we have so many of them, uh, and there's a lot going on. Clarkson had a busy weekend. Uh, they played the University of Alaska Fairbanks uh, at Sheil, uh and uh, they won both games, which is really nice. Clarkson's off to a 3-1-1 start. They're bringing Michigan Tech into play this coming week. Um, Michigan Tech ranked number 18th in the country. Uh, lost last weekend to both Notre Dame and the uh, U.S. national development team, uh, both by the score of 2-1. So uh, Clarkson's got some stuff up and coming. Um, <clears throat> Michigan Tech's a pretty good team, so if you have a chance to get up to Potsdam or you're up in the North Country for the weekend for anything, uh, that'd be cool to get in and check, catch a game at Shield between Michigan Tech, Tech and Clarkson. Uh, St. Lawrence University this past weekend, they're 1-1-1. One, one, one. Uh, they had a tough loss to RIT on the 16th. Uh, they're headed out to Michigan this week for a couple of games against a team I really like, a key team that used to be coached by a guy by the name of Jeff Jackson, uh, who's now the coach in Notre Dame. Uh, Lake Superior State. You know, back in the day, back in the '80s, Lake Superior State, little a little college up in Michigan, won two national championships under Jeff Jackson, uh, NCAA Division One. So, should be pretty interesting. On the women's front, love to keep an eye on the women out there. Uh, a lot, lot. We we are big supporters of diversity in hockey, and inclusivity. Uh, Clarkson women, 5-1-2. Uh, they played in uh, Minnesota versus uh, Bemidji State this past weekend. Uh, they had a 1-1 tie and a 2-1 loss. Pretty low scoring weekend for them. And then uh, on the St. Lawrence side of the house, the St. Lawrence women uh, beat RIT 3-0 uh, on the strength of three power play goals. And the Saints are now 2-2 uh, two and two overall. And the Skating Saints and the Golden Knights women's teams both – Head on the road together, which is common in college hockey for the teams to travel together. Uh, they're going to be playing uh, R- RPI and Union uh, down in the uh, down in the Albany, uh, area. Albany area, so that'll be yeah. great. Yeah. So a lot going on there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you know another thing I noticed, and I, I put out some feelers. If you have any interest in being interviewed or taking part in uh, the podcast, uh, please let us know. Reach out to us our email address. Uh, or or connect with us on, on social media because we'd love to interview a lot of people. I reached out to uh, to a friend of mine, Jameson Coyle, who's a broadcaster on the NHL Network, and I'm waiting to get him on the show as well. Jameson played hockey at the high school where I used to coach uh, and then went to SU uh, and uh, for a degree in broadcasting and is now uh, on, the, uh, on the NHL Network. So I'm trying to get Jamie on this show. That'd be great that for us to be able to have him too. So uh, on the high school front, Nothing going on right now. Uh, we talked uh, a little bit last a little bit last week about um, the Obey team and the IHC team. They're going to be getting underway uh, later in November. Uh, and I know that we'll we'll, we'll, ha- we'll be pretty dialed in on that. Dan, are you broadcasting the uh, the Obey games?
2: Um, I may be. You may that's, be. Yeah, that's not definite yet. So we're waiting to see uh, what the formation of the team looks like. I've not seen the schedule yet either. So right. Um, again, right with three players and three organizations to add another hockey schedule. Yeah. Whatever. Make it work. Could be, yeah. Could be <laughs> tough.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know if all the, all the scheduling's out yet. And then, uh, so we'll have some close coverage there and we'll, we'll also have some close co- close coverage of the IHC team. I was just talking with uh, the uh, newly appointed IHC head coach um, the other day. Uh, and he's going to join us on the podcast once things settle down for him, and he uh, gets everything uh, finalized for his team, um, so that should be good as well. I uh, want to talk a little bit about um, some local youth hockey, and uh, I kind of want to start it off uh, with uh, the team that Cam and Trey play for, a team that I am fortunate enough to have uh, a coaching uh, position with a uh, great team, the
2: Watertown 14, you Red. It's a team that uh, we, is fortunate to have you in a coaching position as well. Mike. Well, I
0: don't, I don't know about it. They, they might not have said that the other day when I was on the bench,
2: screaming my head off at them. That's for sure. Listen, those kids earned it. I was on the other side of the ice and um, I was doing some commentating and I was making some comments and uh, you were right there yelling at the kids. I was like, yeah, see, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> What'd you
1: think of that game this weekend, Cameron? Uh, I think it was pretty good. Like yeah. we uh, both both teams battled pretty well in the first and second period. Yeah. Then yeah, it was zero yeah. zero
0: for a long time. Yeah. It was tight early on.
3: Yeah, you know, I think uh we have to give credit to Owen O'Donnell. Oh yeah. He played an amazing game that game.
0: He really did. He got the puck of the game. And, uh, you know, it was a tough thing. I don't know the last time we've played Oswego. And, 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 and quite honestly, I don't know the last time we played Oswego and pulled out a win at the 14U level. Uh, they're usually a pretty, they were a pretty big challenge. They're always a competitive and, team. Uh, yeah, they really are. And um, one of the things we uh, probably didn't do so well at is having uh, five penalties. Uh, so that's 10 minutes of game time uh, in the box. And uh, that wasn't very helpful. We spent a lot of time man down, which really shortens your bench and changes the dynamic of the team. Uh, so something that uh, the team uh, surely has to work on. And we
2: have to work a little bit on our defensive zone coverage coverage as well. Uh, but I do no, want to give the, a shout out. That to a power pl- I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, the, the short handedness, right. Um, that adds so much more uh, impact beyond the minute and a half or the two minutes of penalty. A lot of times, if, you know, from somebody looking on the game or observing, watching, you just see like, Oh, so they were short those two minutes, but they, they pulled it off. Didn't give off any goals. Right. So we're good now. And it's, that's so not the case. You got four right. kids, four players or a couple more that are just completely winded and that throws the shifts off. You got line changes. You got some lines that are now uneven as far as fresh leggedness. Um, fresh leggedness is a new term that I've decided to create and uh yeah so it's it's impact it really you know reverberates throughout it's like that ripple effect uh in a pond. yeah and
0: we have a it, it's it we you know we have a kind of a big bench we have uh we you know we were skating with uh with i think we had 16 and two uh so we had you know we had uh 16 skaters and that well, was one we had one goalie uh our other goalie was uh traveling with the white team, but um, yeah, so it did. It did. It, 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 we felt the echo of that because we couldn't really, it was hard to get settled back down and get the lines back together. But uh, I do want to uh, give a shout out to a couple players in that game. And, and Owen O'Donnell was one of them. Uh, he was the player of the game. Uh, he got the game puck. Uh, he had two goals and an assist. Uh, his assist uh, on the game ceiling, empty net goal to Blake Gregory who also had two goals and an assist was really awesome. It was a battle in the defensive zone. They were up on a six on five. They had pulled their goalie. Uh, you know, a two goal lead at, at six, four with uh, two minutes and five seconds left when they pulled their goalie, uh, I wasn't super comfortable with it. Uh, the team's really, they're strong. They had a couple of players that were really, uh, had a really great shot and, um, it was nice for us to be able to get that Brody Mack played in uh, goal for us, had 28 saves. Um, our four check worked really well. Neutral zone coverage was, uh, was great. Uh, I think we worked really hard, uh, in the offensive zone and in the neutral ice. I think we have some uh, some homework to do. We have a strong defense, but we have some homework to do in the defensive zone as well. We get we need to move that puck up faster. Also mm-hmm. want to highlight uh, our white team, 14U white, uh, at Watertown, traveled out uh, for a game against uh, Rome. Uh, and, you know, according to Coach uh, Terry and Coach Nutting, uh, great game played by all. They jumped out to a 2 nothing lead early in the game. Uh, Rome came back. Scored two quick ones, tied it up. Uh, was Rome went ahead 3-2, uh, and they carried you know, they carried the play for a while. Uh, the nice thing for Watertown, four different goal scorers, which is nice on that team to spread it around. Zach Lowry had a goal, Brayton Bradley, Tanner Bergenstock, and Aiden McElune, uh, and with an, a couple of assists, one to Aaron Hagelin and the other to Noah Verkstis. So a uh, good game in all. And it was great that uh, Aiden Terry uh, was able to play in goal for them. Uh, had 30 shots, uh, only allowing for uh, only allowing five goals so good job by Aiden for uh, stepping up and playing with that team did a great job hard fought game and on the road uh, first game of the season uh, good for them good effort. Yeah. have the opportunity. Oh, go ahead, bud. Yep. Yeah.
3: Uh, you also had the girls the girls TI game I heard about. Do you have the scores for that game.
0: Girls' Ti game. Uh, yeah, well, that was uh, that was Piper Goines' game, right? Yeah. They played against uh, they played against the Canton Blades, actually. Yeah, the first game uh, that they played, and then you know the Canton Blades is a pretty established team, so uh, they get out there and uh, took it on the chin, but they had a good time. They played uh, the Canton Blades. They lost six one at the fourteen. I think at a fourteen U level, it was kind of a fourteen U sixteen U combination. So yeah, I got that score from her yesterday, uh, but good time had by all. I was able to talk to uh, Coach John Rose of the Watertown Wolves 12U Red Team. They had an excellent game on uh, on on Sunday as well. Uh, they uh, they won 12 to four, and uh, Silas Gorski had a hat trick. Uh, Andrew Zulka had a couple of goals and a couple of assists. Pa- uh, Paxton Rose had a couple goals. Uh, Charlie Nutting, first start of the season, only allowed one goal in the first half of the game. So really a big win for them. Um, their team right now is 3-0, and uh, they're, they're steamrolling. I, I watched them play when we were up in uh, in Adirondack against the 46ers. Uh, 3-0, Dom Wisner has uh, two goals, six assists. Paxton rolls five goals and an assist. Sam Miller, six goals. Zilka's two and four. Gorski's six and two uh, Alec Nitrays three and two. are really playing well. they, and they but they are searching for their first shutout 12. They've went, they've went into double digits a couple times, um, but, uh, still searching for their first, uh, shutout of the season. I think he's looking for that one. And, uh, I got another update too. And what was the score of, uh, of Estelle's game this weekend? How'd that go?
2: Yeah. So I was just pulling that out here. So, um, that was, uh, it was a good game. So, uh, they played against skinny Atlas. There's 12 you girls. Uh, skinny Atlas jumped out to a one nothing lead about six and a half minutes into the game with a goal scored by uh, Beckett O'Brien um, then we had a, a couple of power play opportunities so uh, skinny Atlas uh, was down a player um, a couple times you know once for interference once for body contact one for a roughing call which I thought was going to be an all-out cross check later on uh, but they went with rough, roughing um, so uh, all in all those a good game so this was the first game First actual game that these 12U has played for Watertown. Some of these girls uh, actually haven't played before. Um, one girl was learning what the heck offsides was during the game. Right? I'm still
0: learning because they've changed the <laughs> rules on us so many times that I don't know what offsides is anymore. Oh
2: my God. <laughs> oh my God. But this girl, um, you know, she was learning it, but she was so aggressive. She's uh, playing right wing. She's quick. She's little. She would sneak around behind a defender. Um, And sometimes she was open because she was the only one in the zone uh, who knew that's not the way you're supposed to play. But um, <laughs> It's funny. She also lined up on the wrong side of the puck a couple of times. So like right now, this is a direction thing, but you know what, by the third period, she got it. I mean, she figured out she's quick, learning this game quickly. She's very quick with it. I was watching her during practice today also, and she's just coming along. She's already improved her puck handling. She's working on a deep move. So if she can, you know, if she gets that breakout move uh, she'll be able to finish. Um, but so then uh, it was one nothing all the way into the third period. And then uh, Oswego got two quick goals within two and a half minutes of each other. So they were actually up 2-1. Skinny Atlas about five minutes later came back to tie it back up. And then with one twenty six remaining in the game, um, Skinny Atlas shut it down. Uh, with number 19 Macy McKay Uh, she just came out great breakout uh, got some edge on it um, just got ahead of the defense and she was able to pull out a nice shot goal for the win for Skinny Atlas but what a really good back and forth game really evenly matched some great defensive plays on both ends some solid offense uh, and yeah, it's twelve U, right? Uh, there is no neutral zone coverage. It just kind of passes through. <laughs> right,
0: right. Was there a goalie pulled when they scored that goal to go up three two? Did they did he even get to that point in the game? No. Were they able to? No. 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 no they didn't. That's a pretty competitive that. team, a uh, 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 girls' program over there in Skinny Alice.
3: Quite, quit the roller coaster of a game.
2: It was. Yeah, it sure. was really exciting to watch. Um, you know, uh, I would for me calling it too, doing the play by play. Oh, I get beside myself. And I know I get louder and louder as that happens. And uh, I can also tell by all the people that start watching me instead of the game. And uh, I can't help it. (laughs) That's
3: funny. (laughs)
0: Let me hit on a couple more, and then uh, we're going to shift gears and talk a little bit about power play. But uh, I just I do want to bring up some things going on uh, up north, especially because my uh, my good friend uh, Matt Jones is a coach up there and, and is really involved with the Malone hockey program in the 46ers. Uh, we diligently reported some scores to me. Uh, so 46ers had a great weekend. Uh, their 12U girls uh, won 12 uh, versus the 12U of Tupper Lake, seven to zero. Uh, and then they played the Vermont Glades and they split one. Uh, they won one, uh, one nothing, and they lost three to one. Fourteen U girls went to Saint Albans, Vermont. They won eight to one, and then they played Saint Albans the second game and they won six to zero. The sixteen U girls, uh, uh, 46ers team, played the CNY Bobcats and had a nine two win, and then they played them again and an eight nothing win. So it looks like they're pretty convincing in what they're doing up there. Uh, the sixteen U boys uh, had a tie against North Franklin Shamrocks, three three. Uh, and then one versus the, uh, Norfolk Norwood Iceman 15 to one. That's a heck of, that sounds like a football score almost. (laughs) Uh, and then the 18 U boys played the black ice hockey team and won 11 one, and then played the green mountain Vipers. Uh, they won five, three, and then they lost, uh, to the Vermont flames. And as I look through the score sheet on the 14, U, especially because, uh, you know, I've, I've been kind of following that team. Cause, cause Matt coaches it. Uh, I don't know. Anna Monette is, is lighting it up up there. She had a couple of goals in the game against uh, my team when we played them a couple of weeks ago. And I, I, as I look at the score sheet for the games, her name is sprinkled on everything as, as is Amaya Abelard's uh, name as well. So a lot of great things going on up in, uh, up in with the 46 ers in the Malone program. Uh, Thanks to Matt for reporting and getting those scores down to us. I know his team and uh, a bunch of the folks up in the 46 program actually listened to the first podcast and we're happy to have some coverage of uh, the game that we had played against him. So uh, it's good to get the information out there to them. Uh, shifting gears. Want to talk with, with Paul now a little bit. Uh, he's our, uh, he's a, uh, the guy behind, the, I guess the man behind the, the mirror, he's got a lot of this done for us. He was a big supporter. He's a big supporter of every, you put Hawk in front of me, he's going to support it. So uh, when we when I talked to Paul uh, about uh, running the Power Play podcast, and I loved the name because I love the name Power Play Sports. I think the name Power Play Sports is cool. I like the Power Play Sports logo. Um, you know, I said, hey, this this would be seamless. This would flow really well. I got this guy. This guy, his name is Dan Dallin. This guy can talk, you know, he could talk the air off a statue. He's this awesome broadcaster. And I got these two clowns that play hockey for me that I can probably <laughs> jump into this podcast as well. Um, and, and Paul's like, yeah, we're in. We're in. We, we want to be part of what you guys are doing. If it's hockey, we're in. So, Paul, uh, tell us a little bit first. I want to talk about Power Play Sports, and then I want to talk about the Power Play Sports Foundation. I know you have some screen shares for us. Um. Just tell us a little bit about PowerPlay Sports and the ha- the happenings at PowerPlay Sports. Fill us in on maybe a little bit of the background, whatever you feel comfortable with, Paul.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me on. So one of the newest things we have is actually this podcast, and uh, you know it's great to have you guys part of the family. And I think it's cool. Uh, we always wanted to cover local youth sports and have you know we've got the hockey news page on our website and it's empty. So. Right. To have people, you know, you guys are skilled in this area, come on and fill that, that void in our community is fantastic. To hear all these local scores of these games, you know, it warms your heart because you know all the kids and all. Matt Jones and the 46ers, I mean, he's he's killing it up there. He's growing yeah. that organization, offering so much. So, first of all, thank you. Thank you for having us. and Thank you for letting us be part of this. Uh, thank you for having me on today. <clears throat> uh, so Power Play Sports, at the moment, we're doing a lot. Uh we're, we're in our fourth year. It's crazy to say that. I remember day one, when we opened, you know, you and Trey were sitting in your car in the parking lot before the, the opening hour. Yeah. So yeah. you've been there since the beginning and, uh, just want to give you a shout out there. So I said, yeah. I was going to share a couple things and, uh, can you see my screen? Okay. Yeah, we can. It's awesome. Perfect. All right, great. So I tried to put a little visual together of what's going on down at power play. And we've got, uh, of course our motto is better every day, We've got a fully stocked pro shop, you know, more stuff than ever. You can see in the bottom left there, anything you need. We're, we're primarily a CCM retailer, but we have so much used stuff you couldn't even imagine. If you're looking for five dollar pair of skates you know we've got a room full of stuff in fact if you don't have money we give it to you that's how we work down there if, if you, you know we started a nonprofit, as as you mentioned we'll talk about the power play sports foundation but we have an equipment scholarship program so if anybody you know needs any hockey equipment just call me i have a whole shed full of it it's, it's okay. available to borrow Awesome. Uh, back to power play, we sharpen skates down there. Again, we started doing that with you four years ago and you've been doing it for decades, I think. And uh, if you need your skate sharpened stop on down, we do cosmic hockey, that's glow in the dark hockey, private lessons, learn to play hockey, which is free for our members and we let you borrow the equipment. So we're trying to keep it low to no cost. Uh, again, if you, if you can't afford your programming, any sport not just hockey call us uh, we'll get you playing sports and our biggest news is the new ice rink up here in the top right we're making ice right now that picture's from yesterday we played a little game of pipes finally uh, last night around 10 o'clock there was enough ice to shoot some pucks so stop down and see it we should be skating within a week hopefully by the weekend maybe we have to paint it and everything Thank you for the red line trivia question. We were gonna paint a solid one. And now I know we still can because it's not black and white. That's right. (laughs) That's how we operate down there by the seat of our pants. We try to do our best. If we do something wrong, just let us know. Uh, uh, Memberships are how you really get involved and support us at Power Play. If you join a membership, Uh, you get to use the the gym and the shooting area. We have ice time at Watertown Arena and Alex Bay Arena. Uh, multiple times a week, you can check our calendar. So Saturday's 6 to 8 p.m. in Alex Bay, Sunday's 10 to noon. It's free for our members. If you want to skate, just give us a call. If you're not a member, we can get you on the ice. You know, we just, we're just we just trying to pay the bills here. Uh, whatever we can do to get you on the ice. If you have a group that wants to train on the ice, call us, so say, like I mentioned to you earlier, if Unity wants to carve out half the ice and run a little bunch of drills with your players, just come on over, give us a call ahead of time so we can carve it out. You get a roll of tape a sharpening uh, discounted programs and a shirt or a hat uh, like you're wearing if you join the membership. So that that's about Power Play Sports. And uh, next thing that's happening is. Actually, hey, Paul,
2: before we jump off of that. Oh, oh. yes, that's, that looks great, though. Um, coming. the On the bottom right there, the cosmic hockey, the private lessons, the learn to play hockey. Where do you guys do those? So cosmic hockey, we do at
4: Power Play. We used to do it on our synthetic ice rink. Then we decided when we had member ice time, we do it at Watertown Arena. So we do it in the whole arena with a rock and skate lights on. That's what you can see there it was a couple Fridays ago. We have the ice at Watertown Arena at 7 p.m. Fridays when the Wolves don't have a home game. So you can mark your calendar. If there's no Wolves game, still go to the arena and come. We do Cosmic sometimes, just check our calendar on our website and you can see. If you want something that we don't have, let us know. With the new rink, we'll be doing Cosmic Hockey in Power Play Sports on the new rink as well. So it'll be at multiple locations. We haven't done one in the Bay yet. We're hoping to.
2: Okay, and the Private Lessons and Learn to Play, is that also at the Watertown Arena?
4: Yep, and at our place. At, at our facility on Bradley street. Yeah. Thanks. Good question.
2: Excellent.
4: We have multiple sessions. We, right now we have a Tuesday learn to play a Thursday, learn to play both at Watertown arena, a Saturday learn to play a power play ring. And then we'll be, we'll be offering many, many sessions of that.
0: Yeah. A big thing. And I, you know, I, I, I can't stress it enough. I said it in the last podcast as well, but is skate sharpening. And um, the guys at Power Play Sports have have really put in some time to learn how to be great skate sharpeners. And it, it is something, you know, it, it goes back to, you know, you have time on task and these guys are practice, they you know, practicing and, and they're just adept at what they do. And it's, you know, I say if you want a professional skate sharpening because you want to play your best, you really need to have professional sharpening your skates. And, you know, they're used in state-of-the-art blade master equipment. Uh, They're subscribed to a bunch of different forums. They're constantly talking to guys all around the country uh, that are sharpening skates. Um, And they do a heck of a job. And, you know, say what you want about anything. But to me, one of the most important things is having a good skate sharpening when you're out there in the ice. Uh, And they do a great job of it. So, you know, don't risk getting him sharpened somewhere else and thinking you're getting a great job done. Uh, power play sports are the pros when it comes to skate sharpening. That's for sure. So uh, I just wanted to kind of emphasize that Paul um, power play sports uh, at New York power ny.com uh, is their website. Paul, could you tell us a little bit about um, what is the power play sports foundation now that's a non-for-profit that I had up.
4: Yeah. Let me talk about that. And uh, real quick, we're having a pig roast uh, this Saturday at Power Play Sports uh, and until it's sold out. So it's our first pig roast. It'll be right in the parking lot out front of Power Play Sports. I'm about to put a link out. It's $15 for the full plate. And if you want to uh, eat it, we're going to have a hockey helmet on the pig. Not This is not the pig. <laughs> <laughs> like that but so it should be a good party we hope that the ice will be skatable by then but come on down to this saturday the 30th if you want to have some pig uh now i'll move on to the foundation uh, the PowerPlay sports foundation you know we were we we're behind the desk at PowerPlay sharpening skates and this and that and People would say, can I donate this? Can I donate these skates? Can I donate this stick? And we'd say, sure, yeah. We'd put it in a special little corner. We guarantee we won't sell it. We'll make it go to somebody in need. Well, you can only do that for so long. And we decided, well, let's get a not-for-profit open and do this right. And one of the things we wanted to do was build an ice rink. We think ice is very short around here. There's one rink and you know, tons of people that want to play hockey. And we melt the ice from April to September in Watertown. So Operation Ice Rink began, You know, we know you're a part of that, and also leveling the playing field. So basically, we're trying to build an ice rink, and we're trying to let people skate and learn how to play hockey for free, including the equipment. It's not just hockey, the, the Power Play Sports Foundation, but we love hockey, so we kind of started there with some stuff. If anybody has any questions about that, you can call me. You can email me, paultrimper.gmail.com. You can find me at the shop when I'm there. Uh, people know how to get a hold of me. Uh, moving on here, just want to give an update on Operation Ice Rink. It was a massive success last year. We went from an idea to acquiring Lauville's full set of ice rink boards and glass donated by the wonderful Millard family. Well, the Lauville uh, Lewis County Amateur Hockey, but the Millards, you know, they loaded every board on the truck, Mike Millard and others. And then by January, you can see this picture here. We had a 100 foot by 60 foot rink out back. I couldn't even name the amount of people that helped with that and the donations that came in to make the, the ground level and all that happened. Well, now it's time to do it again. So we're going to do this rink again. It's completely free for anybody to reserve and skate. We had hockey camps on it. We had families renting it, uh, f- reserving it for free. We had free bonfire wood. It was just a, an awesome outdoor rink experience. Over time, we plan to grow that and put a roof over it and building around it and, and Power Sports right now is don- donating the land out back of our hockey training facility so that the foundation has a home. But we are also looking for a permanent home where we can put a turf field and a, a ice rink long-term. So that's a long-term goal is right. turf field, ice rink, low to no cost, all nonprofit right here in Watertown or very close by. Uh, that's, the, that's the first major program of uh, the foundation and the second, uh, as, as, so how, how can you help? All the things I just mentioned, call me. Uh, we have a can drive for that. That's also pig roast day. So come on down, get your pig, but bring a bunk, bunch of cans or a donation, right. whatever you want. That'll pay for the liner. It's a $1,200 liner that keeps the water in the rink when we flood it. We need insurance, that was almost $2,000. So there are some costs. To go along with the outdoor ring, but it'll be a piece of cake. We'll get most of that done Saturday. Yeah. Leveling the playing field is the scholarship program. If you know anybody that needs a scholarship for programming, hockey is expensive. Could be a thousand dollar season, could be more, could be less. Equipment, all that. There's scholarships available. I want to give a shout out uh, to a guy on this, Trey Ledoux, actually, with the Northern New York Community Foundation. Uh, he nominated the foundation for a grant. Uh, and we were able to receive it. So that, that goes a long way. Uh, and remember that older brother who quit hockey? Well, he's still a great guy anyway. He actually nominated, Tad Ledoux nominated the foundation for a grant with the Northern New York Community Foundation when he was on the Youth Philanthropy Council. And that's what got this scholarship going. So it's youth driven uh, and we couldn't, you know, we wouldn't have this scholarship funding if it weren't for him. So we're growing it in other ways, but he really got us started and a uh, special shout out to the Northern New York Community Foundation for for helping us and supporting. Yeah, they're amazing. They do great work. So that's the foundation. Thank you for asking, I've covered PowerPlay sports, uh, the business, the training facility and the, the foundation and how we're trying to give back and do good around the community.
0: For sure, yeah, and we appreciate it. And I, I know, I know you got Chris Nethers out there getting ready to prep that whole thing. But when, when I guess when the time comes, I think it's really important that you know there's an all hands on deck. So if we can do anything to assist on the workday that you might be planning, or that Chris Nethers and Glory Construction uh, might be planning to get getting that rink up, uh, just let us know, and we will uh, we will get uh, as many people there as we possibly can to help do that because I know it's quite a project.
4: We're thinking. Unity boy, we could probably get 50 Unity players down there moving boards and we could get yeah. watertown hockey. The mites parents all built the the, the AU program, helped us last yeah. year. It was like we made one phone call and there's 50 people there. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. looking forward to it again. And we will be we'll have a public notice out uh, with with time in a bit. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's great. that, that is some that, amazing Dan. work. Yeah, that is absolutely yeah. some amazing work they got going on there, Paul. I mean, so good to see. Uh, you know, being created by the community, turning it back, doing it for the community. I mean, like you said, hockey, it's its this weird thing, right? It Like, you get a taste of it, and then you want more. And then it's this, this being that's just running through your veins, and you you just start exuding it. Um, like, I, I never played hockey growing up. I love watching hockey, and that's all I knew. That's how I knew it existed. Now, with the involvement I've been able to have because of my two boys, my youngest daughter, even my older, oldest daughter, you know, the year that she was involved in hockey, um, it was jumping in with both feet. Um, I still suck at skating, but boy, everything else, man.
4: <laughs> well, we're going to do an adult uh, learn to play program and, and improve. That was one of the reasons I started Power Play Sports. I was 33 year old trying to learn how to play hockey. There were zero options to learn.
2: Right. I, I have an idea although when we go to open skate that's like the only time i can get my youngest daughter to still hold my hand i mean she holds my hand skates backwards and i feel like an idiot but i'm not falling down so i'm okay though right i feel the love she cares and so i'm gonna milk that one for a little bit longer but... <laughs> yeah so, so you I, yeah. and i can play
4: in the d league the absolutely. d league three on three around here when we get it formed Excellent. absolutely
2: We'll have to make sure we get in a, uh, an announcer's booth in there and I'll be happy to call them all. So yeah. oh, you're, you're in the ice. Right, you're on the ice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be out on the ice. We can't have you just announcing. You know what? If I can still announce.
2: Them. I got wireless mics. We'll be all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, Cam, what's on the show? Is there a Power Play Sports logo on the shoulder of that Unity jersey? Yes. Check that yes. out, yes. right? So they're involved in everything. Like They they sponsored us. They, they had like first-year program, you know? got us going we had a great summer and i'm i'm really proud of the fact that we don't have a place to destroy display we want some banners this this year our 12 u want some banners our 14 u want some banners and our 16 u played for some banners and came runner up twice and uh that information all that stuff the trophies and banners well we're going to display them uh to uh, to down, down at power play sports thanks to our gracious sponsor PowerPlay Sports, we get a place to hang our banners up and put our trophies because we don't have an arena right now. Well, we <laughs> yeah. kind
4: of do, but that's that's our arena, I guess. Well, we've got a banner up and a trophy up and yeah. jersey up, and uh, yeah, we're going to build the PowerPlay Sports Foundation Arena so you can have a lot yeah. of for banners there.
0: That's right. That's it. We'll have to fill it. Cool. So, so another feature uh, before we wrap it up, uh, we're we're coming up on about an hour, but another feature that we talked about having
2: is called the mullet of the week now i think for short we should call this the mow i know it looks like mow but screw that well i think
0: why do you Mom. say mow like i think moms want the mullet of the week kids to mow their hair that's kind of what
2: i was thinking like mow that crop could be. I don't know. I, to me, Ma, I, so I like <laughs> things that uh sound different than they look, right? I'm okay. the Dan Dallin, but it's spelled like the, but it's, you know, my the. damn name. I'll say it the way I want to. It's the <laughs> Dan Dallin. Um, so yeah, you know, shooting for the Mao, the mullet of the week. Mao. Show me the Mao. I, don't know, I like it.
0: <laughs> it's right. You got a little, let me see the back of yours. Yours got trimmed up.
3: Yeah, it, is- it doesn't show in the the no, blue. It doesn't really show. Here, I can turn okay. it off for a second, though. No, 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 no. no you don't have, you know. it. I'll clean the room.
0: What? Hold on. How will clean oh, the room. I'm gonna... Cameron, you never had a mullet, did you? Actually, No, from... never. Yeah.
2: Never had a mullet.
0: Never Are you going to do it. that at some point in the future? I'd like to see you with a mullet. Nope. I think you'd look pretty cool.
2: No? So he had yeah, like think... a – it was more of a wom, right? So he uh – let's see that mullet there, Trey. Is it getting there? Yeah.
0: I don't know what well, you That's not bad. He had to trim it up. Oh, yep. Yeah Dre goes to IHC. They don't tolerate that long hair, so we had to we had to cut that baby back a little bit.
2: Gotcha. But, yeah, Cameron didn't like growing it in the back, um, but he had that moppy literally. thing up on top, right? So he yeah. still had, he had great helmet head, no doubt. Um, when he took that helmet off and shook his head, you're like, oh, look at all that hair. Now he yeah. looks like, you know, a person. <laughs> It'll come back, though.
1: Yes, yes, it will the sweat
2: like grows it somehow is the the way he puts the helmet on massages the hair follicles it'll start growing in again it's so already I, quite I to, a bit longer
0: yeah i want to give a shout out to some of our submissions but i also there's a call for submissions too right we need some people to submit some mullets i mean i got patrick kane's mullet in there i got uh yarmi yager's mullet in there but you know you got we need some like Here's what we have so far, folks. Just so you can hear your name, and some of you, mind you, have already cut the mullet, which I don't know if we should count that. Quite honestly, we got a submission from Tanner Esposito, who I think cut his cut his mullet. Tanner Esposito is on the uh, the Watertown 60 u team and will be playing with uh, IHC High School this year. We also got a submission from uh, Braylon Nutting who's on the Watertown 14U team as well. Uh, and I think Braylon, who has one of the cooler uh, ODRs at his house in the wintertime, I've heard. I heard he has an unbelievable outdoor rank. Um, Braylon's also trimmed his uh, his up a little bit too, I think. Um, but I got a couple of nice submissions. Uh, we have one from, uh, from Cam's partner in crime that was with us at Unity and is now with us at the Watertown Hockey Association who still has his mullet, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, the legendary Daniel Keegan, uh, whose mullet is pretty cool. Uh, and then we have one from Colin Whitmore. Colin's playing for the uh, Cicero Chill right now, uh, formerly played for the Watertown Wolves, and also will be p- playing at IHC. Uh, but I have to go to a default to an old, old player and buddy of mine, in the selection of the week, and I'm going to share my screen with you right now so you can see uh, as friends out there in the Power Play podcast world, I want you to see the great mullets that we have out there. Let me see if I can make sure I get this up the right way and share my screen. And oh, and I have, look at this, Power Play Sports, your Northern New York hockey experts. (laughs) There's where you want to be, folks. You want to be on PowerPlaySportsNY.com for all your hockey needs and here's all the stuff i was talking about shameless, shameless plug,
2: plug. <laughs> but how'd that get there
0: <laughs> i don't know but let's get over to our facebook page for the mullet of the week featuring the legendary evan sanford
3: now we yes, all everybody stylish.
0: here knows evan sanford evan is a man of many words I'd like to say he's a man of few words, but he's a man of many words. And uh, we got some uh, some great submissions. I know that uh, Kristen Finney and uh, Evan's mom, Erica, were all about getting his mullet on here. Evan's also trying to grow a mustache, as you might notice. So it's really complimenting. (laughs) Is that really there? uh, The mullet. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's that might be drawn on Cameron with a, a pencil uh, or highlighted and, uh, with a pencil for
3: I think I think Evan's my favorite, my favorite player to listen to uh, the V Dan Dalen talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Evan,
2: I don't know. He had a hard time staying on both feet at the same time this summer. <laughs> Always on his unity. knees. He yes. uh you know what, but he mastered that like go down on one knee, spin around, steal the puck off the other guy's stick, and then get back up again to shoot it. So uh take an E. Heavy Stanford, right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: He was notorious, Paul, this winter, uh, this summer for, um, he was playing on a line with Ray and every time Ray would pass him the puck, he would drop to, I don't know if it's because Ray is shorter than him, but he would drop to one knee and try to fire these shots. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and then he would try to, when they were breaking out of the zone, if he was back checking, he would somehow wind up on one or sometimes both knees spinning backwards.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: And you commented on it several times in your in your broadcast of games, I, dude. You, you know,
2: it's funny. I said it, and then, like, uh, one time I was like, man, there's another kid. And then I was like, no, it's the same one. <laughs> and one I time, think he's
0: playing He's playing with Aiden now, isn't he, Paul? He, he's, he's on yeah, his. He probably Yeah, I have the,
4: <laughs> the great fortune to travel around the whole northeast with Evan in hotels and everywhere. And uh, he's, a, he's a great kid, great hockey yeah. player. And, yeah, he goes down he gets – gets up this is fast he's he's performing well on the ice uh, i think all that skating with unity over the summer really helped him uh, yeah, I think yeah that's, that's gonna be
2: uh, the nickname i use for him right evan take a knee sanford right that's I mean, it
4: let's see. <laughs> <laughs> well we call so, him the
2: sandman so
4: congratulations sandman
0: is that how you call him? so uh as i think he's gonna win a power play sports hat like the one i have on isn't he
4: yeah all right there you go so actually Evan Sanford. the beauty is we have just got 180 new hats we have black ones we got like 20 different colors now so he can pick awesome and i
0: know he'll know where to catch up with you maybe you can actually get it delivered to the rink
4: Could <laughs> probably handle that well i think we'll make yes. him come in the shop and get it yeah gotta come pick it, it up at, at like- the shop saying, when you get your skates done sandman yeah,
2: yeah you yeah, know what? if you can get a picture of him receiving the hat or maybe putting it on that first time We can have a follow up, absolutely. Yeah, we could do a follow up.
0: Still, the winner of the inaugural Mullet of the Week, we're going to call it the Mau, is Evan Sanford. Congratulations, Evan! And shameless plug for Power Play Sports. (laughs) Gotta love the shameless plug. So, what do we have left to wrap up the hour?
3: Anything? Um, Another way to reach the Power Play is podcast is. Our Instagram page, Shwamba. It's PPS underscore podcast underscore. So you can uh, DM us there for a feature.
2: Cool. Yeah. DM us. That's a little kid. What does that mean? For that... Direct, direct message. message. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and
0: what's that thing called? Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> it's on the interwebs. I don't favorite. have one of those Instagram <laughs> accounts. Uh, I'm one of those old people that's still using the Facebook thing.
2: I guess, right? That's not cool. And calling it the Facebook, yeah. yeah hey, they may guys? be changing that name soon. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I have an Instagram account, and I'm not. Yeah, we're here, Mike. We're still here. You got us, Mike. Oh, uh, okay. Jeez.
0: Yeah, I, so, yeah, I think I. Yeah, I think you know how it is, glitchy.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I have an Instagram account. Um, I don't remember to go on it. Uh, when I go on it, I'm amazed at how many pictures people take. I don't take a lot, but I think I need to do, I got to do something. I got to, I got to share. I'm stalking everybody on Instagram. I got to start sharing. Yeah. I found Sorry. that our
4: followers uh, on Instagram uh. are different than our Facebook followers. So we post to both of them and
2: mm-hmm.
4: you don't capture the Insta people if you only use Facebook and vice versa. So
3: yeah.
2: They say they it's said to go to o- both. Right. Older people. Use Facebook and that's where I'm stuck too with you, Mike. Yeah, I Um, guess. We gotta play young to go Instagram, I think.
3: So the the final in in Buffalo was five to one, if anyone was wondering. Buffalo the Sabres won. The Sabres won five one against Tampa Bay.
4: Wow.
0: Nice. I love that. (laughs) They're coming, they're becoming my second team, Paul. They are really becoming my second team. And they might be taking the place of the Toronto Maple Leafs here.
3: Uh, speaking of which, the Toronto Maple Leafs just lost four to one, but uh, Austin Matthews uh, scored his two hundredth career goal. as their one? His well, one goal.
0: Great so. American hockey player, saving that Canadian-based franchise.
3: And another thing I wanted to talk about was that uh, New York Islanders legend Mike Bossy.
2: Mike Bossy.
3: If it wasn't him. for
2: that back man, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, he was di- just diagnosed with
0: lung cancer yeah yeah so we're gonna we're thinking about mike bossy at the power play podcast because he's a great nhler and and uh, obviously got big supporters of the new york islanders here so mm-hmm. won four stanley cups and he's just really a great ambassador to the game so just want to know and mike bossy may never hear this but for those of you who are fans of mike bossy and hockey out there we're our thoughts and prayers are with him as he goes through these tough times that's for sure mm-hmm. uh all right i think we're we're gonna wrap it up here, folks. What was our tagline that we closed with last week? Dan, I I, I think I we stole something off you. Absolutely, something making right? it a great week or making it a great Don't, day. Right.
2: Don't wait for it to be a good day, right? People that say wait, you know, hey, have a good day. You're just waiting for things to happen to you. Don't wait for it to be a good day. Get out there and make it a great day. Make it a great day. Thanks, Paul
0: Trimper. Thanks, PowerPlay Sports. We look forward to seeing uh, everybody next week. We'll, uh, we'll be recording uh, on Monday and hopefully we'll have this out and launched by Wednesday. And same thing holds true for next week. And if you have any great ideas, uh, please get them to us. You know how to reach us. There's lots of different ways and we're getting them out there more and more and we're getting the information out there more and more. So we'd appreciate if, uh, if you got... if you have some great ideas you got it over to us and so we could get you on the show and if you want to come on and do an interview or talk about your program or something that you're doing that's uh good for the hockey community we'd love to have you
2: um so just reach out and And we'd love to get other organizations coaches in at all levels all genders absolutely right more the merrier more the
0: merrier we want to feature your program it's all about it's, it, it, we're taking it from mites to the nhl that's what we always talk about we're, we're we know no boundaries and we're we're there for everybody so uh, thanks to everybody for being on and uh hopefully we can get this launched in a podcast that's my third dig on that to, to, to the Dan Dallin <laughs> we're gonna get this baby on a podcast for real and uh we'll see you all next week have a great week that's right
2: make it a great week
0: make it a great <laughs> week <laughs>